0: Erevin, Perkyod, Mishnah Ches, 10.8. There are really three separate topics in this Mishnah, each short and sweet. The first is talking about a tree which has a canopy of branches which create mechitzes all of, them, of their own. That means that the branches are coming out from the tree from above 10 Tfachim, they're spanning out, and they're reaching down close to the ground within ten. Excuse me, within three Tfachim of the ground. So since they're within three Tfachim of the ground because of Lavud, it's as if they're closed off, so they have basically allowing the branches to create machitas, and if they surround the tree, so then the area beneath the tree is considered a all to itself, in which one could carry. That's what the mission says here. "Elan shehu al if you have a tree that um, drapes over the ground, in the way I described, im ein nofo min provided that its branches are not more than three tfachim off the ground, because the three tfachim off the ground, you already get, you lose the lovewood and it's no longer connected, um, and no longer effective as a mechitza. But if they're close enough, then metaltlen tahtav, then one may carry beneath those branches, underneath, like hidden inside the tree. Uh, I've actually seen such trees, may i even send a picture of one, um, but that's the, here near Yitzchel, but that's how it works. Now, that's a dance, straightforward enough. Um, just one important um, ha'ara, which is, A mechitza is only a mechitza if it um, doesn't move in the wind, in normal winds. If you have a mechitza that moves in the wind, um, then you've jeopardized your mechitzas. If the mechitzas move so much that they actually lose their status as mechitzas, like in the case of our mission here, let's say when winds blow, regular winds blow, so then the branches are lifted off the ground to the point they're no longer within three tefachim off the ground, so then for sure they're not acceptable as mechitzas even when there's no wind blowing. So one could not carry under such a tree in such a scenario. Again, the idea of this is that the trees in the Shusaram, but it creates a Rushiah beneath its branches. But those machitzas aren't counted as machitzas if they move in the wind. If the trees branches move in the wind, but they don't move to the degree that they are ever um losing their status as machitzas in terms of like the dimensions of it, just they're moving. So there's a machlokas there if that's Already going to ruin the machitzahs? Um, so the Maganavram says, um, yes, it does already. If they move already significantly, then they're not machitzahs. Whereas the Chazanish holds that as long as they don't move too much to the point that they're ruining their status in the machitzah, then it's going to be okay. All right. That's the first din of the Mishnah. Second din of the Mishnah is talking about trees, but a new point. Um, we're talking about the roots of the trees. So there's a general din der Abanan all to itself that one may not make use of a tree on Shabbos. It has nothing to do with muktzah per se. Um, trees are muktzah, but this isn't about moving the tree. Um, it's making use of the tree even when you wouldn't be moving it. It still would be forbidden to do that. And that dinder abanan is because rabbis are afraid people would come to pluck things off the tree, which could be a mitzv- an isra d'oraisa of, of tolish, of, you know, detaching things from the ground, which means you can't sort of like hang your hat on a branch on a tree or put your you know, your soda can on the branch of a tree to balance it there or something, you can't do that. Um, the question is, what's with the tree roots? Are tree roots considered to be trees on which one could not get benefit, therefore you couldn't, like, say, sit on the root of the tree, or are they considered to be just, no, part of the ground, they're not really trees, and therefore you could stand on them, let's say, whatever the story is. So that will depend on the usual distinction of whether or not they extend above the ground more than three tfachim. If the root's of the tree extend beyond three tfachim off the ground they have a life of their own they have a status of being a tree if you will um, if they are less three tfachim off the ground so the roots are like kind of close running to the ground they're considered to be part of the ground just little roots like on the ground and that being the case they don't have a status of tree and one could stand or sit on these roots um, and that's what the mission says here if a tree's roots are are extend above the ground more than three tfachim or even three tifachim, three full tifachim. Lo <speaking> yeshev one may no longer sit on such roots because they have a status of being a tree. If the roots are less than three tifachim, you could sit on them. As an interesting side point, um, there are interesting shalas about certain kinds of uh, uh, bushes, like uh, cranberries, for example, um, which might meet the halachic status of tree. The question is, um, are they trees or not? They have, And one of the criteria to consider is whether they extend above the ground more than um, if a tree can exist at less than three tfachim um, on the ground. So, okay, fine. Moving on now to our, our third part of the mission, again, totally unrelated to the previous two. Here we're talking about um, using a removable door and re- affixing it to block up a hole on Shabbos. So the concern here is one of b'ona construction, or at least a kabona, appearing as if you're doing construction. So let me explain that for a second. If you have even a tiny pockmark in your hole that you plaster up, just the, the size of a you know one of uh, one nails diameter, that is a malacha de oraisa of bona. There's no minimum amount for for bona. If you're um, enhancing, improving in a permanent way a structure that's attached to the ground, so then that's called bona and that's inis oraisa. Now, that would mean if you have a hole that you plug up in a permanent way, to fix the hole. Of course, that's bonum Isa Here, however, we're talking about um, like a, a doorway, let's call it, um, an opening to the house or a fence, we'll see in a second, that has like a removable, like a plug, if you like a, a board that you use to block it and unblock it. So in a scenario where the door is not frequently used and therefore it's not perfectly clear to an onlooker, is this just a door that's opening and closing or is this a person... Um, like closing up, well, is now like a hole in his house. Um, since it looks like he's kind of closing up a hole that's in his house, it appears like bona and it becomes forbidden under certain circumstances. So our Mishnah says here, shebe If you have the doorway that leads out to the muktzah, muktzah is the, i call it the backyard. It's where you stored your your wood and stuff like that. People infrequently, very infrequently went out to their muktzah. With that being the case, they didn't even bother to make like a door and hinges. In our case, specific is one with no hinges, so it doesn't appear that it's like a, a door that's meant to open and close. It's just like a door that he he goes out from time to time. So if that door is now detached, it's not even the door, if that just like that board which blocks of the hole that leads out to the muktzah is detached, and kind of as we'll see in a second, sitting on the ground. When you put it back on, it looks like you're repairing the house. Um, and that being the case, we're going to see in a second you can't do it. Similarly, Shiba shebepirza if you have if you have like a like a fence, you know, and you use to if a hole in the fence, how do you block a hole in the fence? You might take like a bundle, like like a kind of like a thorn bush that's bundled up of thorns. So then, it serves as essentially a a, a block for the to inhibit people going through the fence because now there's like a thorn bush that'll block it. So that's what we're using here, like using this kind of bundle of thorns to block up a, a breach in the wall or a fence. Same goes for like reed mats that you're using to block things up. All, in all these cases, you can't seal off. Noel means in modern words like lock, like a door lock. But we mean here just to seal off the hole in the exit out to the storage facility, or in the fence with the bundle of thorns or the reed mat. You can't do that. Unless they are suspended above the ground. If there's like a, you know, it's like a cord on which the the board is attached. So when you open the doorway to the mukta, the door kind of is suspended off the ground. Even just like a hair's breadth above the ground. The point is it's not like on the ground. So everyone can see this is like a removable and reattachable door to block off the portal out to the mukta. And that being the case, it doesn't look like you're doing bona. Same goes for block up the fence. But if, you know, you're just putting in a bundle of thorns to plug up a hole in your fence... It looks like you're plugging up the hole in the fence for the first time, perhaps, and it looks like Bona. So if it's not a suspended above the ground, you may not do it. Okay, that's the Mishnah here. Now, in case you are recalling back to the Mishnah in Mesechus Shabbos, Perg Mishnah Zayin, 17.7, over there we had a very similar question about windows and the Chacham in Paschen, that the window, and again, remember, time of the Mishnahists didn't have like glass panes in the window, the window was just like a hole in the wall, um, and they would you put like, these like wooden boards to block them up, to leave keep the water out, et cetera, and the wind. So the Chacham and Pasuken, that you can close your window by putting in that plug of a board on Shabbos, even if there's no string from which they're dangling. There's another Tano who said, it needs to be attached, but the Chacham and the Alacha is, no, you can re-plug up your window, even yeah. if the door, the board that plugs it up is not attached on a string or something suspended. So that sounds like in conflict with our Mishnah which says um, you may not plug up your door out of the Mukta. the reason why is because w- people know windows are opened and closed and therefore it's perfectly clear to everybody that you're not doing bowing in your house you're just blocking up your window but here we're talking about in our an, an infrequently used exit in the back of your house so it's not clear to anybody exactly what's going on over there um, if it's to be your front door let's say or even a door that had hinges even if it came off the hinges now then again everyone would say it's no problem to re- seal off the doorway with this board but just because the mux is infrequently used there it needs to be evident to an onlooker that it's not a new um sealing up of the door that's why it has to be hanging at some level off the ground